0: hello sunday june 20th i am trent rhinesmith and this is the ufc vegas 29 uh post fight wrap up and uh nothing uh nothing really doing so jump right in jump right in let's get this set up here first fight of the night casey o'neill um had a slow start something she acknowledged to bisping um in her post fight interview. So said she's going to work on that. So that's definitely something to note and keep an eye on for her next fight. Uh, but once she did get started, she just put it on her opponent. Um, the, once she set her pace, it was very impressive. It was fast. It was overwhelming. Her output was high. Um, handled, her, handled herself well on the mat. Um, when she was on her back, she was aggressive and, and she, Threw some nice elbows in there so everything about the way she fought this uh, fight against uh, laura P- procopio uh, was impressive except for the start so she's 23 years old um definitely headed in the right direction the thing to watch though is the the start so um once if she can get that figured out and set that kind of pace from the from the initial Bell Um, she's going to be someone that the uh, the flyweight division women's flyweight division is going to have to worry about so um, just a a very very good performance she's gonna probably fly a little under the radar with this performance because she was uh, on the curtain jerker but definitely keep an eye out on Casey O'Neill. Rick Glenn had been out of the uh, octagon for nearly three years when he faced Joaquin Silva and he is ready to step right back in there in the octagon because he was only in there for 37 seconds, took really no damage, um, just a very fast and efficient and nasty knockout win. Um, the uh, he he dropped his opponent with a big left, and then when uh, Silva was on the mat, Lend threw uh, uh, I don't know how many. But a fair amount of strikes. They were short. They were fast. They were jackhammers. They weren't really a big wind-up on them. But every single one caught Silva on the chin. It seemed and put him out. And when he, he he kind of came back and then got to his feet. But by then he was the fight was over. Um, Mike Beltron was refing it. He came in and waved it off. It was a good stoppage. Um, I think. Glenn just knocked uh, Silva out, flash knockout, and and uh, Silva came too, but by then the fight was over. Uh, just a very powerful strike to put him down, and the finishing was efficient, and no doubt that, that Glenn uh, should get a quick turnaround here. Um, so good for him, uh, excellent performance, and really good stoppage. Uh, Silva's punch that opened up that he opened himself up for was ridiculous he kind of hopped into it and i mean glenn probably had time to throw the counter just how big the punch was on its own but when he added that extra step that delayed it even more and so the counter left when it came it had nothing to hit but silva's head and it was a well-timed punch but silva was just sloppy with the way he executed his own strike it went far too big and he paid the he paid the price, definitely paid the price. Chaos Williams, um, really nothing to say about the Josh Parisian and and Rocky Martinez fight, split the seven heavyweight fight. Chaos Williams and Matthew Selmsberger. Talk about Sellemsberger first. Sellems, this was going uh, to be a supposed to be a a good striking battle, but Sellemsberger just was too focused on landing one big punch and that never came Williams on the other hand was more focused on putting the volume out there and controlling the fight and doing damage so Semmelsberger had moments and no doubt he has power but he needs to get his power dialed in and and be more efficient be more active and not just rely on that power so um he worked well behind his jab when his corner told him to do so, but his focus up until that point was power, 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 power. Once the jab got empl- employed, things looked better, but it was a little too late, and uh, he couldn't get he couldn't take control of the fight from that point. Williams was already well on his way to to winning, so something the corner and the fighter have to work a little better together on, um, but still pretty young in his career, so something he'll probably be able to dial in and should be able to dial in. but um, at the UFC level, power alone is not going to be unless you're a heavyweight, power alone is not going to be what gets you through. You have to mix it up a little better. and so learning lesson here from from Semmelsberger. Uh, Williams though looked very good. Uh, pressure and volume, pressure and volume um, and that's what won him the fight. Where Samuelsberger was happy to throw one, one power strike, Williams was the one that was scoring with um, combinations and and uh, racking up points in that way. So this was a good win for Williams, who was coming off a, a loss uh, in his last fight. So a good bounce back shows that he's uh, learned a little something and added a little something to his arsenal. Positive, big positive for him. Um... Verna Jandaroba, extremely aggressive against Kanako Marata. Um, she showed improved striking and strong grappling, and just dominated her way to a second um, second round TK, um, TKO. Yeah, TKO because of arm injury. Um, so former Invictus strawweight champ, two, two, uh, two strawweight losses in the UFC, one to Carla Esparza and one to mackenzie dern so she's her only losses are to pretty high level um, ufc fighters one a former champ one expected to become a champ at some point so this was a very good fight for her um, showed development in her striking and just a, a a real attack on that arm bar which injured her opponent um, i'd have to give some props here to murata she fought through that arm bar and i don't know what the in the end what the injury was was to her arm but she could not use it in the second round it was obvious and the the doctor came in and, and correctly waved off the fight um just because she was able to fight through the second round doesn't mean she should have um you, you're if you're only using one of your arms and, and, and it's a striking fight you're not going to go very far but i got to give her props for even trying and uh working trying to work through that and trying to do whatever she could so uh Good effort from Murata, but John De Roba is uh, just was a very very good fight, um, and I, I think uh, she's someone to be paid attention to. And if she continues to develop her striking to go along with her grappling, she's uh, she's going to go pretty pretty far. I think uh, Matt Brown fought Diego Lima, and they mentioned this uh, multiple times. But Brown is forty years old, and He just knocked out uh, Lima, nasty, nasty one-punch knockout. Uh, Brown told Michael Bisping that they had figured out, him and his team had figured out that Lima had uh, an opening, a weakness in the striking game, and that this was the plan. The way that Brown finished it was the plan all along, that they had drilled that, and while the first round wasn't all that great for brown the second round when he finished this with um 302 the second round just perfect timing um just deaded him uh, red face planted him um big big win ended a two fight losing skid for brown so he i mean i don't think the ufc was going to let him go on three fight losing streak not a matt brown um so he's back in the win column and good for him. And I want to, you know, a Matt Brown fight, you know, win, lose, or draw is most likely going to be an exciting fight unless his opponent is going to work a style that is uh, just anti striking. But Lima didn't do that and he paid the price. Uh, Bruno Silva met Wellington Terman. Uh, Silva was supposed to debut with the UFC in 2019, but Got popped for steroids by USADA and got a two-year suspension. Said he didn't take anything, but the uh, suspension stood. Uh, and so he made a, a big, big statement in in beating Wellington Terman at 445 of the uh, first round TK, uh, KO for him. Um, just Terman took him to the mat, but Silva ended up in Terman's guard. And he did a great job of posturing up. And Terman could not control his arms, his hands, and nor his posture, and Silva just, you know, powered it, powered uh, power strikes from inside the guard and knocked him out. Excellent, excellent performance. Hopefully, you know, he can stay busy, stay in the octagon, and move forward. But this was a great, great debut for him. Um, and, yeah, um, excellent, excellent performance. Um, Sing Wu Choi and Giuliani Rosa <coughs> excuse me, lasted 97 seconds. And Wo Choi, whew, this was fast, was uh, powerful. His striking, his techniques were on point uh, using kicks, punches. He looks like he could be someone the featherweight division is going to really have to watch out for. And if you didn't see this fight, which won a performance of the night for him, and matt brown also won a performance of the night if you didn't see this fight well i would say watch the uh at least the first four fights of the main card um you can skip over the heavyweight co-main and definitely watch the main event um but the, when he landed the finishing blow in this it sounded like someone was cracking a board uh it was nasty it was a nasty finish and uh, his profile should go way up as many people noted on social media. Um, I think he's South Korean. If I'm wrong about that, I apologize, but he is oh I can check here. yeah, he is South Korean and he speaks English which was noted on the uh, on social media by many people. I'm not a big booster of the uh, learn to speak English thing. I think it's kind of stupid. Um, and kind of, um, I don't know, I, I don't like it. it. It doesn't sit well with me because it's not necessary in a sport like this. But a lot of people think that is important. I'm not one of them, but they said uh, everyone noticed that he uh, speaks pretty good English. And that, um, so this should be a big, probably a star turn for him. Marlon Vera and Davy Grant, a rematch. And Vera, who did not win the first fight, looked just fantastic in this in this rematch. Probably lost the first round, but second and third, he was just coming out and firing and you know, bloodied Grant up badly uh, and just dominated the fight from the second and third rounds. So Vera, who um, this was 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 rightfully fight of the night um, and might be a dark horse for fight of the year, um, just. an excellent uh, competitive fight, but Vera was clearly the winner. Grant just showed tons of guts, tons of will, tons of heart. He could have gave up at any point, especially when Vera was going for submissions and had them in pretty deep. Uh, Grant would not quit. He was badly bloodied, beaten, but he was not going to go easy for Vera, and he did not. And uh, the, those two were re- rewarded with a a $50,000 bonus each. And um, someone pointed this out as well on social media that they would rather see the trilogy between these two than the trilogy between Poye and McGregor. And I don't disagree. This was an exciting fight. It was a fight I was looking forward to before the event, and it's a fight I walked away from extremely satisfied. Grant, um, props to him for the effort and just doing everything he could to stay in, in that, in that contest. And Vera, who called out Dominic Cruz, uh, after the win should go up in the rankings. Um, I think he was 15th at the start of this fight, but, uh, the, uh, the Bantamweight division is pretty deep and, uh, the performance these guys put on with Grant not ranked and Vera, that number fifteen tells you how deep that is. Uh, so Vera called out Dominic Cruz. Cruz didn't seem too jazzed about the call out or the prospect of fighting down in the rankings, but you never know. You never know because Marlon Vera uh, should have really boosted his profile in this in this fight. Um, main event: Chan Sung Jung and Dan Ige. People who were expecting a Korean zombie-like performance did not get that. He was much more controlled, much more restrained, much, I wouldn't say safer, but much more technical in in picking his points, picking his spots, picking his strikes, and fighting at a pace he could easily dominate at. And that pace probably was not what uh, Ige trained for, and it's probably not going to be what his other opponents coming up trained for. But it adds another facet to his game now. When you think that he's just going to charge forward because of his reputation, charge forward, take whatever you got, and and just be offense, 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 that is not what happened here. He was, like I said, much more restrained, patient, picked the spots, and just delivered a very, very good performance and answered, I think, a lot of questions about the Ortega fight. The loss was pretty one-sided in that one. A lot of people were wondering if uh, Korean Zombie was spent after all the big battles he has been in, if time had finally caught up to him, and that's not the case. He showed that that is not the case. In fact, I would say he showed that he has a lot more to give because of this changeup that he threw in this fight with Ige. Uh, He called out for possibly Holloway or Rodriguez, or if not that, a title fight title fight he's going to have to wait for because of the way things are up at the top of the division so i definitely think he's going to have to fight another opponent who that will be i don't know Um, but he's going to stay in the top of the division dan ige just couldn't find it find the groove Um, and the questions that jung had to answer are now going to get switched to ige because now he has lost to two fighters in the top five Calvin Cater, and Chan Sung Jung. And while he's ranked in the top 10, I think, the question is going to be, can Ige get to the next level? After the fight, he said he can. But, of course, someone's going to say that. They're not going to say that they can't do something. Uh, but So, a lot of eyes are going to be on Ige going forward. Is he going to be able to make it to that elite level? I don't know. His The two losses say no, but... There's time to turn that around here for him and if him and his team can work well together and, and just tweak some things, he should be able to, you know I, I have no, no doubt that he should be able to stay where he's at uh, in the top 10, but top five is going to be a, a, a real a real chore for him and he's going to take he's going to take a couple fights to get back into that mix so maybe in those couple fights he can reset things and move forward but um yeah korean zombie i was very very impressed with the way he performed and i think this was while not a rebirth for him it does give his opponents a lot more to worry about going forward so it's not just one style now with him and if you let him set the pace whichever pace he wants to set you're going to be in big trouble i think his striking percentage was over was 55% or in that range for this for this fight, he also scored three takedowns and three submission attempts. He had not had a takedown or a submission attempt since he fought Dustin Poirier, and I think that was nearly ten years ago. He won that fight. It was a, I think that was one of the fight? Uh, if I'm if I remember correctly, it was up for fight of the year. While the Ege fight will not be up for fight of the year, it will be up for a kind of a. It was kind of a reinvention of sorts for Korean Zombie, and it should drive him forward and get him a, if, if, if people above him are available, get him a, a high, highly ranked opponent. Um, don't think he's going to get a title fight because that is kind of a mess. But if Holloway's out for a while, things could get very interesting in that division. Um, but I really like this card. Uh, I wasn't too jazzed about it going in, but it really delivered the, the heavyweight co-main event uh, withstanding, that one was not that great. Um, but other than that, I, I thought this fight card went by very quickly. Uh, the finishes at the start of the main card were impressive. The Vera-Grant fight rightfully got fight of the night. Um, everything award-wise, I think, checked out. Uh, bonus-wise, rather. Maybe, I mean, Matt Brown got it, the bonus, I think, because of how powerful his, his knockout was, and he's Matt Brown. Um, but i'm not going to complain that he got it over um who did i have thinking i should get it maybe rick glenn um maybe rick glenn got should have got it bruno silva should have got it maybe but matt brown i'm not gonna i'm not gonna complain by any means that he got the uh performance of the night because he's matt brown he's 40 years old and he starched that dude so that's all i have for the ufc vegas 29 fight fight card wrap-up um and I'll be back tomorrow to hit the news. And I'm also, I think I'm going to have at least one round, uh, uh, one story of um, sco- on scoring. If I can, I will do video for that. And we'll see how it all goes and everything comes together. But UFC Vegas 29, very good fight card. Um, Marlon Vera, Chan Sung Jung, big winners. Bruno Silva, Matt Brown, great card. Looking forward to uh, what comes next week. So until tomorrow, everyone stay safe.